When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Lindsay, what do you got? Well, we mentioned it briefly in Crosstalk, but for all of you who didn't know, the McRib is going on a farewell tour. Sad, sad day. What do you mean? Like, it's gone forever after this? Well, McDonald's announced yesterday that I don't the buy it. tangy sandwich with seasoned boneless pork dipped in barbecue sauce... Uh, and served on a toasted homestyle bun, will return to menus nationwide on October 31st. However, it's not all good news for fans of the McRib because they say that it's going away after this latest run on the menus. The McRib has headlined McDonald's nationwide menu each fall for the last three years. And as far as the farewell tour goes, the McRib will only be available until November 20th. Then they're retiring it for good. Stargate 2561 here on uh, my quarters here in the Enterprise. You're not buying this. Space Station McDonald's yeah. has uh, said it's bringing back the McRib for the 37,000th time. Yeah, no, no buying. No. McRib. Um, I was talking about this earlier in the week that- um, I don't I, I don't even want- I, I would never eat it. I haven't I've had- I've never a, had one ever in my me life. Me neither. It's don't been, want it. It's been, I legitimately, I mean, it's probably been like 30 years. But I would you, never eat it. You have had one though. I have had one a long ass time ago. If I were going to go to McDonald's today, I'm getting a Big Mac versus a McRib because I haven't been to McDonald's in so long that I would want to go back to the original baseline. I'd go and order Big Mac, quarter pounder with cheese, double cheeseburger. Do you know that in France they call it uh, a Royale with cheese? Why is that? Because they use the metric system. Smart. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. They're like, may what's have, a quarter pound? May have heard that one time before. Yeah. Don't remember where though. Yeah. George, all I know is this. Uh, McRib, mm. people seem to love it. Yeah. My rabbi don't let me eat it. Oh, yeah, because it's ever stopped you before. I was just going to say, you eat bacon all the time. And ham. Yeah. And cheese. Yeah. You're not supposed to eat cheese either? Well, not with ham or bacon or with But meat. you can have cheese. Yeah, 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 but not with meat. Oh. It's not kosher. Oh. Yeah, I grew up kosher. I'm not like that anymore. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah. We not, know. Not like that anymore. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I don't believe this for one second. I also don't, I mean, look, I I also generally don't eat a lot of fast food anymore. Now, occasionally, I will have, like, if I go to McDonald's with my kids, and I've done a good job of resisting more so lately than ever, um, but occasionally I'd be like, yeah, let me just get, like, a six-piece chicken nugget. Oh, that's not going to satisfy me. Yeah. No, I can do, like, a little nibble. Nah, I was driving today, and, like, I know on Tuesdays I'm always right. going to stop Chick-fil-A. at the exact yeah. same Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Eight-piece nugget. Yeah. With the, with the Chick-fil-A sauce, which I'll never eat again after right. you guys told me what's in it. Yeah. And then a spicy chicken deluxe what with extra pickles. What do you think pickles. spicy mayo is? Like spicy when, mayo. It's when, probably like mayo with like some spicy stuff. It's literally the exact it's same the thing. Exact I don't think. Can someone please like find out. the sushi place. Somebody please find out the ingredients of Chick-fil-A I sauce. I just told you. She why told, don't yeah, you believe me? She looked me. it up. Are you positive? Yeah. yeah. Come on. It's like hot sauce, mayonnaise, and ketchup. I don't hear. I don't yeah. taste anything hot. I taste sweet. It's not. It's not. Okay. It's like it's it's, spicy sauce. It's got sauce, like a little chipotle. Yeah. Like it's got a little. That's it. It's just got a little chipotle so- spicy sauce in it. I don't that's know, it. Man. I gotta it's stop It's mainly eating. ketchup and, and mayonnaise. And mayonnaise. Yeah. Ugh, I didn't know that. 
You know what my wife knows how to make that's really good. So, now you would you may know this because you grew up in South Florida, but there is a place there called Chicken Kitchen. Uh-huh. And they have this mustard curry sauce mm. that they make. My wife knows how to make it. I feel like one day I'm just going to bring in a bowl of it and Please I want do. you to eat it. Yeah, just without anything? Or no, we mean? can bring, like, we can go buy some chicken and oh. you can dip it. Okay. Yeah, and dip. it's just incredible. Dip, dip. I'll dip it. Yeah. Uh, that is what you need to know, brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Looking at this uh, YouTube stream right here. Yeah. Uh, very disappointing, if I'm being honest. Yeah, because Lindsay's not on. No, no, she's on. Oh, she is? She is on. But oh. who, listen, whoever put Lindsay on, can I make a suggestion? Okay. Don't put her behind a bunch of computer monitors. I can barely see her. You it's know? It's fine. It's just because I'm short, Cap. No, no, no. It's just bad positioning. Nonetheless, um, I'm in on the YouTube live chat. Are you in on the YouTube live chat? Is anybody no. else in? Just me. No. Yeah, just you. I'm only. I'm the only person in on the YouTube yeah, live chat. Enjoy that. I like it. It's fun. Not for me. Instant feedback. I don't care. I like it. Yeah. I'm not really interested. You and the instant feedback from people on a YouTube chat, then you're going to start like looking at that and then you're going to be Are like, you gonna, oh, yeah, then you're going to boycott, hair. you're going to boycott them too. And my shirt and my this and my that. You'll, you'll be stressing cap. All no. those things that you said you stepped away from social, social media about. Yeah. What happened to that? No, no. I you like know? this. I'm, I'm on the YouTube live chat rather than being, let's say, for example, on Twitter right now. Right. Or how is that Instagram? any different? Well, it's a different platform. <laughs> okay. Um, so I got this thing. Yeah, go ahead. With the Lakers. And they're doing this thing that USC, that I used to complain you, and, and look, I have said this about the Lakers before, but I it really dawned on me because I've never really actually put the two and two together. Prior to your guy Boney getting here, okay, I feel like USC always did this thing, and I used to always complain about it. What was that? They used to always, quote-unquote, stay in the family. Oh. Mm. You know? So Pete Carroll goes, and it's Lane Kiffin, and then it's Lane Kiffin, it's Sark, and then it's Clay Hell, you know, whatever. Like, And they keep it within the family. And then they started to go outside the family with your boy Boney, right? Yeah, because I'm just trying to think um, – Prior to that, when you think about being in well, the family, Lynn Swan, Lynn Swan and, and Pat, Pat Hayden, Hayden. Right. Yeah, yeah, like it just—they always kept it within the family, right? And I always feel like that's not always productive. Okay. Well, remember when they when they were thinking about getting? Well, they did get rid of Clay Helton, right? And like my first guy was um, Jack Del Rio because mm-hmm. I was a keep it in the family guy, right? They've and I gone, was like, no way in hell. And they've gone outside the family. And, and it's I, worked out and, really well. Well, and it's it's the beginning. Yeah. I mean, it's just the, we're at the very beginning oh my of, God. of Lincoln Riley at USC. Scratching the surface right. barely. Yeah. And so, yeah, Mike Bone, to his credit, yeah. is not a USC guy. Right. He's a guy That's that, good. That, that USC hired yeah. to lead their athletic department. Rather than Lynn Swan, rather than Pat Hayden, USC guys. Yeah. They went outside the family right. to try and get this thing fixed. New, Correct. S- new set of eyes. Right. Unbiased. That, and that's the point. New set of eyes. Okay. And I believe the Lakers have that problem. They need a new set of eyes. Absolutely. They constant And look, Jeannie talks about it as a, a source of strength. And I get why she would say that. Say what? Uh, like it that they want to keep it tight with the circle tight within the family, the whole nine yards, et cetera, whatever it is that she normally says about mm-hmm. that. I understand that because there is a level of trust there, a baseline level of trust there because of relationships that go back many, many, many years, in most cases, decades um, that provide that. But sometimes when you look at, yes, they have the 2020 championship, but if you look at the last decade or so, it's not a lot of 
good seasons in there. All right, but here's the thing. And by the way, yeah. right now, doesn't look promising at the moment either. Okay, here's your issue. Let me explain to you the issue that you, what you want versus what is reality. Okay, but let me pause for one second. Uh-huh. Mark Stein, who I respect a ton, he was a c- colleague here at ESPN, has a newsletter. He's very plugged into the NBA, obviously. And he wrote a newsletter about the Lakers on Monday. And in that newsletter that he has, I um, he wrote a comment, and I, I know he's right on this because I've had similar conversations with people. And when Magic resigned, remember that day, last mm-hmm. game of the season, everybody was like, what? What the hell? Magic, what? What is happening here? And he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Right? He did that, the famous meme. Yep. So, but, by the way, it was a good job by you of, of like re like bringing that back, yeah. The way you memed, yeah. Him, I, 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 I don't want to be. Here. I, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be here. Yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. Okay. And he smiled because <laughs> he's magic. Of course, he's yeah. going to smile, right? Um, so, and who who doesn't love magic smile? But right then and there, they had a chance. They had a moment in time, in my estimation. And this is not a shot at Rob, but you gave the keys over to Rob at that point, which he was probably doing all the. Probably not. He probably is, is an understatement. He was doing all the the daily work. Magic was an ambassador. He was a face Magic guy. was, call me when it's an important decision or whatever. Like, he had the final say, mm-hmm. basically. But Rob was doing the work. Like, I get that. But there's a difference from being the guy who does the work to being the guy with the final decision. Mm-hmm. Okay? And there was a moment in time and Mark alluded to this, and I, I, I've had these conversations with other people, where the whole league was like, uh-oh, they have LeBron at the peak of his power still, okay? They hadn't won a championship yet, okay? But he's at the peak of his power still. They're going to get Anthony Davis this offseason. Everybody knows they're going to get Anthony Davis. Like, it's going to happen no matter what. They're going to give up whatever they got to give up to get it done, okay? They had a moment in time where the entire league thought, oh, no, they're going to go get, like, Sam Presti or they're going to get Bob Myers. I'm talking about, like, front office executives. Right, from the Golden State Warriors. Mm -hmm. Or they're going to get R.C. Buford from San Antonio. And maybe none of those actually would have come to fruition. But my guess is maybe not all three, but at least one of them would have listened if I had to guess at that time, okay? Because why wouldn't you listen? Number one, it's in your best interest, right? I mean, at the very least, you negotiate a new deal with your own yeah, franchise. Great leverage. Go yeah. ahead. So I felt like that was the time where they had that moment where they could have gone and gotten the fresh set of eyes. Not anyone who's tied to the family. Someone that could come in and go, okay, you know what? I'm going to play the role of the therapist in a way. Your family... It's been a little dysfunctional. I'm going to come in and kind of tell you, I'm going to let you guys talk to me and I'm going to listen to you guys. That person could have been that, could have bridged that gap and also done the job that they've done, as we've seen before, for many years at other places at a really high level. Well, let me tell you this. And Rob could have stayed on, perhaps. Well, you let- could, as the owner of the team or whoever was in this inner circle who was making these decisions, because I don't want to put it just on Genie, because there are multiple people that make this decision, okay? Well, let me tell you something. They could have all said, look, we want Rob to be a part of this still. They had, past tense, had the person that you are describing, they had that person 
in this organization. Who's that? I'll tell you when we come back. All right, we'll do that. Look at Cappy with the tease. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Ooh, 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 no. I haven't seen Brittany on uh, Instagram lately. <laughs> what do you mean? She's been all over the place. I haven't seen her. I guess she, I've just been flying yeah, she by She dropped her. the picture like this past week, which, you know. Two two or three. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're, uh... You're not searching her out, is what it is. She's really missing out on like leaving a lot of money on the table as far as like OnlyFans goes. I don't know why she does not have an OnlyFans site to post these pictures. Um, she doesn't really need the money. Let's be honest. Sure, Should I but, get one? But still, she could have millions off of like one of those pictures. You have an OnlyFans account, George? No. If you did, could you make money with that? Me no. We should do like super follow follows though on Twitter. See if anyone would actually follow us and pay five bucks a month. You for know it. what though? I've recently every time I go onto Instagram, there's a message that comes up that says that you can like do a business, yeah, or whatever. five dollars. And I'm like, no, that doesn't sound like something I want to do. And then yet I keep getting notifications of people that I know, yeah, that produce content, yeah, that have joined this thing on Instagram. Yeah, I have one friend that's done it. I don't think anybody is going to really pay for anything I have to. No. say or do on social media yeah me neither i'm the same way i think people would have paid for your comeback video cappy just saying you think so yeah should have monetized that really for if sure. i would have put that behind a firewall yeah, of some 100%. kind really yeah 100 yeah. yeah. all right if, take it down if, take it down now if twitter wouldn't allow screenshots yeah i would give like raw unadulterated nba thoughts oh really on a, as a super follow i would but i can't because it'd be screenshot like I would tell you what, because I we had this conversation the other day with Ramona. I don't know if you were here, where John asked, or Mason asked the question, "How much? What percentage of what you know do you actually say?" Okay, and I'm like, oh, ten or fifteen percent. Ten or fifteen? Yeah, easily. See, this is where you need an OnlyFans because you can't do that on there. What do you mean? Well, there's all kinds of rules and stuff. You'll get kicked off the platform if you do that. Yeah, but by then I'm still I'm already like screwed. No, what you're saying is is that if you went on YouTube. Or you went on any other platform and you said, I'm going to give you 100% of what I know. Yeah. You'd be excommunicated by the ESPN family slash the NBA family. Right. And it's not because there's anything salacious. It's just because there's so many things that go on within the constructs of a locker room or uh, the constructs of a season and like, you know, things that are injury related or trade related that, ne- I mean, 90 90- Five percent of trades never actually come to fruition, but these teams are constantly talking to other teams. I think it's weak. I think you should start giving us a hundred percent of what you know. Nope, ten percent, maybe fifteen. <laughs> That's weak on a good day. Hundred percent. I want all of it. Nope. So wait, yeah. question though. Yeah. yeah. If you were to do the super follow thing, I feel like, and maybe it's something I need to test out. I feel like they wouldn't allow that. Like there, there's some kind of mechanism against like screenshotting or recording i would imagine there there still isn't though i don't know maybe i'm wrong but so you would only do it if you knew that it was never going to be recirculated yeah where i knew i could do like an nba rumors like on my super follow yeah for sure and it would just be basketball related i'm not doing anybody's personal life i don't give a crap about that stuff Uh i'm gonna look into this for you 
feel like you know, there could Please be do. some money to be made there, you know? All right, let me let me just get us back to where we were, because I feel like I need to pay this off. Okay? Oh, yeah. So I basically said USC for many years was criticized, and, you know, rightfully so, about being in the quote-unquote family. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the Lakers don't get that criticism as well, and I believe they could use a fresh set of eyes in the organization. Okay, now what I said to you was, that fresh set of eyes, mm-hmm. that non-family member that works in the Laker front office. You say they already have him in the organization. No, had. Oh, past had. tense. Oh, okay. They had. And who was that? Okay, you want to know? Who? Do you have any idea what I'm about no, to say? I, zero idea. You've seen Winning Time. Yeah. You've seen Legacy. Yeah. The Lakers under Dr. Bus had Jerry West... That's the answer. No, Inside he, the organization. Yeah, he's, a, he's a family member. No, no, no. He's not a family member. He played on the team. George, they took his season tickets from him. Oh, I know that. He's yes, been excommunicated but, from well, the family. Yeah, and yeah. my point is simply yeah. this. Yeah. That Jerry West provided the Lakers a generation ago. Hold on. No, no. You, the, like, they, I'm, not, I'm not disputing that. But I'm just, I thought the way you framed it, it made it seem like it was somebody that was never part of the family. No, no. Jerry West was part of the family, but he wasn't part of the family. His last name wasn't Bus. In other words, here's what I'm getting at. No, but neither is, like, Palenka. Okay, but... But he's part of the family. But but is Palenka comparable to Jerry West as, A, a talent evaluator? No. B... I mean, you're asking me to say that is Rob Palenka, a guy who's a first-time... Uh, you know, head of a front office, as good as one of the greatest talent evaluators so, in the history. So the, the answer is obviously no, right? <laughs> yeah, but but that's w- even even. I, I mean, I don't even know if Rob would be like I, Rob would be like, come on, no, right. I'm not. But does Rob have? And I'm going to say it like this. Yeah. And th- I don't want to single out Rob because I feel like you. But in your in your scenario, there there could be a world that actually makes some sense because it, there could be a world where Jerry West and Rob could coexist. All I'm saying is this, because I think Rob has attributes that make sense for the role that he has but forget jerry west the the guy the real human being right because he works for the clippers he does okay a person like a jerry west Mm -hmm. who's respected yeah who is courageous right who is willing to say to the family because you got to remember he's going to say the thing that they don't want to hear right yeah whereas do we think rob I, I, think, that, would, I think would the, do that. The reporting has said that there is a collaboration at the moment. And by the way, if I'm Rob, I don't blame him for not wanting to step out on a limb without full support of the of the collaboration. Well, therein lies the problem. Let me explain it because to you. Because that mean, could mean your job. Forget about Rob. Yeah. He's immaterial to this conversation. Okay. The problem is that you have big sis, who's the governor, governess, and you got brother, brother, and and if you've seen the show Legacy, just as an example, you understand how the Lakers are the biggest brand in pro basketball internationally. But can we all agree for a moment? They run it like a small family business. Correct. Okay. So when you run things like a small family business, because yeah. that's essentially what you are, even though we're talking about billions of dollars. Yeah. You don't like to bring somebody in from the outside. I, I get it. I get the reasoning for it. I told you that last segment. Bottom line. Yeah. When when Dr. Buss was alive mm-hmm. and the Lakers were winning championships, right. he empowered people to do their jobs. Right. But Jerry West was gone before Dr. Buss had passed away. Yes. Yeah. 
and we understand the Rocky relationship because we've all had a chance to now see it, whether it's through a dramatization or through an actual doc right. controlled by the team. Yeah. All I'm saying is... <laughs> by the way, you just made me think about that because I remember John Ireland. I mean, him and Michael had their issues with winning time for a number of reasons, but I... <laughs> I remember one of the days he said, I mean, Jerry West doesn't even like to play golf. Because remember there was that scene on the golf course? No, I forgot. The beginning of winning time where they're at, uh, he wants to draft magic and they're like, he's like, I know it! And like throws a golf club or something at the golf course. <laughs> he goes all happy Gilmore. Yeah, exactly. Look, all I'm saying is this. <laughs> Certain operations, okay? Uh-huh. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Los Angeles Lakers. Correct. The New York Yankees. Yes. Um, the the L.A. Chargers of San Diego. I'm using an example of teams that are run by the families still to this day. And the reason that they hire yes men or they hire puppets is because they don't want somebody to walk in and tell them what they're doing is all wrong. They want somebody to say, okay, you know, I really wanted to make this trade, but since everybody in the family doesn't really agree with me, I'm not doing it. Whatever you guys say. Yeah. And that's, I'm not blaming Rob Palinka. I'm just no, saying that. No, I'm not fa- blaming Rob Palinka at all. Family run operations, even when they're the Dallas Cowboys and the Los Angeles Lakers, they're still run like, you know, the family car wash. Yeah. The family lawn service. Yeah. Because it's, it's, I only trust these people. The family restaurant. Yes. Yeah. If, if Jeannie could, could once and for all just say, the problem that we have as a front office is our front office. We, I need to play owner, and I need to hand this off to somebody. Well, that's what I've been saying, is that you ha- much like USC did when they hired Mike Bone, you have to go find that person that doesn't have any ties, that is going to come in with no predetermined ideas about anyone in the organization, from the ball boy to the vice president of player personnel. And be able to do the and be empowered to do the job that they think they can do as the president of the organization or whatever you want to call it, president of basketball operations, whatever you want to call it. That per they need that person in this organization. And by the way, it also I honestly think it would go a long way to putting your star players at ease too, perhaps. A guy like Steve Ballmer, I'm using him as an example because it's it's locally relevant. Steve Ballmer doesn't have his hands in everything that's going on. Steve Ballmer is like, I'm a multi-billionaire, and I sit on the court, and I'm a fan. Right. He's got Lawrence Frank and Jerry West, and, like, you guys do your thing, and they've got, like, three assistant GMs, right. and, like, they let those guys do right. what they right. got to do. So Steve Ballmer's like, hey, guys, um, if you want to talk about software, I'm probably your guy. Right. But, but if I, you want to talk about yeah. basketball, I hired basketball professionals. Right. It, he's in on those conversations because, ultimately, he's got to write the check. You know what I mean? And, like, it's his franchise. But, yes, he's not making those determinations. Bottom line is, you don't fire your kids. You don't fire your brothers. I mean, I know what happened, obviously, between Jeannie and her other brothers. But my, my point is, when it's the family's business and it's the family's identity, you don't want to get out of the way. I, it, you're almost in your own way, is what happens. And by the way, it's not just to your point. It, the Dallas Cowboys are a perfect example of that. The New York Yankees are a perfect example of that with Hank and Hal Steinbrenner, right? I also think that when you are a family business... And you've got LeBron James, because this all comes back to what we were talking about related to LeBron. Right. When you've got LeBron 
and you are a small family business, yeah. you know what you do? You try and do everything you can to make your star player as happy as possible. Whereas if there's a buffer in between, a Jerry West type character. A Pat Riley. Then you're then that person is in charge of saying, no, we're not taking Russell Westbrook as much as you tell us to take him. We're not doing it. Thanks yeah, anyway. We don't think it makes sense. Right. But yeah. what they do. You don't was, have to do it in that tone that well, you just did. I mean, I just, that was my, you know, like very. Yeah. You know, kind of like definitive. He's sort like, nah, of, I just don't know if that's nah, a great fit. No, no, no. I got to be forceful. Yeah. You know? No, you don't have to be forceful. Yeah. No, we ain't doing that, LeBron. Yeah, I don't think you need to be that. Actually. You don't think so? No, you just be like, yeah, I don't think it works. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Got to have that guy. Yeah. Uh, Johnny just tweeted us. What do you say? Jaw, J-A-W, K-N-E-E-E-E underscore. Funny, funny Twitter name. Uh, Lakers need that guy from Bar Rescue to come in and set them straight. Oh, what's that guy's name? I don't know. The Bar Rescue guy. But I know the guy. John Tafford. John Tafford. Yeah. There you go. They need him. Love that show. Come in and fix it. We'll get back to the Lakers in a bit. Um, I do have some interesting Dodger news, though, that I want to get to after Radio Tinder, which is coming up next. But first is your vehicle due for... This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks, Christopher. Uh-oh, we should warn people. We put out the message earlier today. We put out an APB on them. Kitty Cat is on the line. Okay, so how about after Radio Tinder, we take this call? I, we Let's get to the Dodger thing, and Kitty Cat can come on afterwards. Okay. I mean, he waited me. for three hours last time. Right. So, you know. Feels like Kitty Cat's got some time on his hands. You do you, Kitty Cat. Yeah. All right, well, speaking of doing you, Timberwolves center Carl Anthony Towns would love to win a championship speaking this of cats. year. Yep, exactly. Meow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he believes that it can happen if his team is healthy, more specifically his teammate Anthony Edwards. Last night, following Minnesota's 115-106 loss to the Spurs, Towns was asked by reporters how he thinks he can help improve Edwards as a player. And here's what he said. Ant was just telling us that he puts a lot of this on him and he's got to be better in back-to-backs, that he has not done that so far. Can you help him through that? Or just is that a young player trying to figure out what to do in this league and how to how to answer the bell two nights in a row. I mean, like I, you know, uh, uh, maybe I could do a better job of teaching him how to take care of his body, you know, diet and everything. So that'll be on me. Um, I know y'all think it's funny up here when he talks about Popeyes and, you know, that, that doesn't that doesn't make me happy to hear, you know, we're high-level athletes, so. So were you surprised to hear Carl Anthony Towns send this message about his teammate through the media. Swipe left or swipe right. Cappy, you go first. I'm going to swipe left and say, no, I am not surprised that he put out the message through the media. I feel like um, 
it's kind of a tough conversation. Like everybody's trying to be professional and everybody's trying to be, you know, like, um, hey, man, I don't want to tell you how to live your life. But, bro, um, you joke about all this fast food that you eat and everything. I'm just here to tell you that um, that's not helping us. Like You need to take care of your body, son. You know, you need to eat the right foods. You need to work out the right amount. Um, you need to get proper massage and stretch and everything. You just can't. This ain't high school anymore. This is the NBA, Jack. So, no, I'm not really surprised. Uh, I'm going to swipe right and say I am surprised, and here's why. Tell me. I think sometimes it's not the message, but the messenger, and also how it's presented. Okay. So, while I agree with everything that Carl Anthony Towns said, and I like Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns is, I, I like him personally. I think he's an incredible player, but I also think that Carl Anthony Towns didn't need to say that in that setting. Because there have been plenty, and not me, not by me, but there have been plenty of reports about questioning his own leadership style um, and his own desire at times when he was young. And maybe that's his reasoning to do what he did. But I do think that stuff is probably, especially when you're dealing with a young player, because when you're young, you're kind of emotional. You're Right? We're all like hotheads when we're younger and more emotional. Don't take criticism all that well. Um, So... To do it publicly, I only think magnifies all those negative, uh, you know, attributes that we tend to have when we're younger. I just think that as a veteran, you probably should have done it differently, especially when you grew up through a team that had a veteran that came back in Kevin Garnett, who did not could have done all that stuff and put you on blast and did not do that, did it all behind closed doors. I liked it. So. Well, when it was brought up on ESPN earlier on NBA Today, um, Matt Barnes was kind of talking about like, I don't know, I guess people were wondering slash kind of implying like, is he like jealous that Anthony Edwards is becoming like the number one player? I mean, that I'm not going to dis- dismiss that summarily. I, I would I, look, Matt knows those dynamics way better than I would in, in, in regards to a locker room. Um, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. It came to my head. I didn't think it was the primary reason, but. I, I don't dis- I don't dismiss that by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, he kind of like said it without saying it, you know. So maybe there's something to that. Something and what's wrong with Popeyes? And what's wrong with Popeyes? Hey. Huh? Listen, Popeyes is great, but if you're a professional athlete, I get that. But also, here's the other thing: when you're 23 years old, like Anthony Edwards, and I know this because I know a lot. I've seen a lot of athletes come through the NBA in my 20 years of being in the NBA, and. There's a lot of guys that learn that, that at 23, they can go crush McDonald's or hot dogs before games, even from the arena, and play and score 35 points. Ocho Cinco. But when, right, Ocho Cinco, McDonald's all the time. Um, and, you know, when they're 28 or 29 or 30, they take a different approach. So I, I get it. I get that too. Just want to go back to the very beginning of all that. So San Antonio beat Minnesota, and that's what prompted this conversation. Yeah, because they also lost to Utah the night before that mm-hmm. too. Like they lost back to back to two teams that we thought were going to be tanking. Mm-hmm. And by the way, who are both playing well? Yeah, for Ed- now. For Edwards now. Edwards said something like, "You know, I kind of came out flat. I need to have more energy, whatever." And like that's kind of, I guess, what prompted this. Response. Have some broccoli, Jack. Not not Popeyes. You know what I mean? Eat some power foods, pal. I'm sure he's not eating Popeyes, like, you know, right before game day, Maybe right? he is. Maybe he had a two-piece and a biscuit. It's yummy. I, I get know, it. I feel it's good it's stuff. Yeah. Hasn't heard him before. Sandwich? 
Yeah, sandwich is I mean, good. Listen, he's still yamming it on people. Yeah, right, right, totally. So, no offense. Like, I, I, right. do, I do think the sandwich is overrated. To be clear, though, Fungi. Yeah. I know it's. A, I know it's a controversial political statement. Whoa. I know. Yes, it is. I know. I know. But I don't think it's as good as everybody else thought it was. Whoa. I think this is going wackadoodle right now. Whoa. Not 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 as good as everybody thinks. I mean, you think the Chick Fil A one is better? I do. No, no way, bro. I do. That is the most controversial thing you kick him out the circle now again on this show. No. I don't even know you. Really? I don't. Really? Is, and is, I've known you for a long time. So really, so saying the Chick-fil-A plain chicken sandwich is better than the Popeye's plain chicken sandwich is just, that's just really outrageous. We huh? will put it to the phones right now. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. And I want to encourage everybody who agrees, don't don't be intimidated. It's okay to Why admit. do they got to be intimidated? It's okay. It's okay to think that Chick-fil-A is better than Popeye's. Why, it's okay. Why do they th- why do they have to be intimidated? Like why why is that like a thing? Because Who's I think that I think that everybody's be like, "Oh, I don't want to admit that." Now. And feel free to tweet us right now. I don't, I don't want to admit that. Why would you not want to admit it? Come on. I've never had the Popeye's chicken sandwich, but yeah. I love Chick-fil-A. Yeah, it's great. Their nuggets are delicious. Better with your says you're out of the circle. Blasphemy. Oh well. That's it. That's it. I guess me and Casper, another me and Casper will have to come up with something new. Another video. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Lindsay. Sorry, we did a lot on that subject. Go. All right, so it recently came to my attention that my mattress is not as comfy and maybe not as supportive as it once was. So it had me thinking, how long have I had this mattress? And I think I've had it like maybe 10, 11 years. So I wanted to know, how often does one replace a mattress? Well, according to what the internet told me, Conventional Wisdom and the mattress manufacturing industry says that a bed mattress should re- be replaced at least every 8 to 10 years. That sounds right. Or yeah. sooner, based on you know wear and tear. Yeah, yeah. So I did some more research, and mattresses are super expensive, and yeah. the one that I want is like three grand. Oh, so yeah. instead of having you guys swipe, when is the last time you bought a new mattress? I would probably say like seven or eight years. Yeah, it's been longer for me. I would say it's probably been a good 10 to 12 and I got this like super top end mattress. Same. That's like um, okay, but let me ask you this, yeah. Lindsay. Go ahead. You have well, super top end. Thing yeah, and, it, yeah. and it's it's one of these mattresses that has like the uh, electronic thing where like oh. you can sit up. Oh yeah, and, yeah. I didn't yeah. Have that. And, I, and the remote controls, batteries are done, so I never so you use never it. do it. I don't even of have it plugged not. in. But I swear <laughs> to you, I swear to you. Wait, then why do you have it? I had it because at the time I thought it was cool. Whatever. It you is thought it still. Was cool. It is still. The most comfortable freaking mattress. And there's kind of like that little thing that's happening on my side of the bed where it's- A little contour. Yeah. Well, that's what's happening with and, mine. And so, I still love it. So, Linz, what I would say to you is this. Do you, if, let's call it three grand. Let's say the one you want is three grand. Yeah, that's how much it is. If you're going to replace it every decade or so- is good sleep worth $300 a year? Yeah. I then, mean, it's, then that's I, it. That's what that's I'm going to spend on it. Yeah. But like- I mean, you don't have to spend that much. I got a mattress guy. No, I mean, Cap. <laughs> no, it's true. I do. I, I did, like I said, I did all the like the, all the research, and I, I did like what kind of sleeper am I? And I'm. Let I'm, me ask you a question. How much do you spend on Netflix every month? Um, like twenty dollars or whatever. She can't yeah, live f- without Netflix. She's a documentarian. You would spend twenty five dollars a month on your mattress at three thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, I mean, I'm gonna buy because again, like the first bed I ever bought on my own like I you know I was like 500 bucks and it was very uncomfortable of so course this one that I have now it was like two thousand dollars and I remember at the time being like man mattresses are expensive there there are things you have to splurge yeah. on and mattresses are one of them all right I'm gonna go to the phones real quick I'm gonna go like screenless sir you're on the air Chick-fil-a or Popeye's or other this guy this guy got no ideas on the air 
Hello? Yeah. yeah. You're on the air. Chick-fil-A or Popeyes or other? Both of y'all is tripping. If none of y'all had the wing stop chicken sandwich. Haven't had it yet. I, I haven't had it. Haven't I, I haven't. I have it. It's awesome. So I am tripping. So wait, so wing stops better hey. than all of them? Put check. I put my check on it. Okay. Oh, oh damn. Flavor. Okay. Damn. I'm, yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm order ha- some up. I'm having some. Not yeah, let's today. Order. No, no, let's no, order it right no, now. I'm already in fast hey, mode. Oh, you are? Yeah. Okay. Listen, we got you. What was your name, sir? All right, goodbye. Right, we lost. Get out of here. Yeah. So he went other. Okay, I like that. Sir, you're on the air. Hello? Yes, yeah. sir. Uh, which, which sandwich? Oh, Chick-fil-A. 100%. 100%. Why? It's just God's chosen chicken sandwich. That's what it is. God's chosen? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right, keep it coming. That was funny. <laughs> keep it coming at 877-710-ESPN. And I am going to try the Wingstop one. I would love to try the Wingstop one. You're my daughter when I'll say, hey, let's go to Chick-fil-A. She'll be like, I don't know. I love the chicken, but I hate the politics. Dad, I'm torn. What do I do? I'm like, let's get the chicken sandwich. Yeah. Let's just get the spicy chicken deluxe with extra pickles. Yeah. I don't, I mean, listen, it is what it is. I think you can compartmentalize those things. Like, you know, I watch plenty of athletes um, who say and do really bad things in their lives and have said, right, or done bad things in their lives, and I still watch the sport. Mm. So I think you can compartmentalize those things, perhaps. Um, and if you can't, that's fine, too. Like, I have no issue with it. But I'm wing curious. I'm, I'm getting a wing stop today. I want to try the wing stop Me one too. Because we're tripping. Well, I haven't tried it, but I've heard really positive reviews. I didn't even know they had one. Oh, no. It's been, there's been a lot of big TV commercials. They're push. They've decided to enter into the wars. The okay, chicken sandwich wars. You know what's so good about it? You can make it like a lemon pepper chicken sandwich oh, or something like that. Oh, oh, Yeah, like oh. the different sauces they have there. All right. This person is calling in. You're on the air right now. Tell me your name and tell me Chick-fil-A or Popeye's. Or other. Or other. Ray and actually I'm going to go other. Oh. Okay. What's the other? KFC. Really? Mm, it t- eh. took over. Took really? over from mm, Chick-fil-A. Did it? Really? Mm, have you I had it recently? No, I haven't. Have- Mm. Oh wait, George, have you had it? I have. And it's I. What about the new McDonald's chicken sandwich? No, not in the same no, class. No. Really? Yeah, Outclassed? Yeah. yeah, not in the same class. Thanks, Ray. Didn't Let's, know that. Uh, I believe Ryan. Ryan is on the air. Is Ryan there? Oh, Ryan's gone. He just hung up. Oh, sorry. See you later, dude. All right, keep it coming. We got a break though. So, um, Dodgers, big big story. Okay. When it comes to the Dodgers, we'll get to that and more of your calls on the chicken sandwiches next. Your game, you made love a bad name. You made love a bad name? You give love a bad name. Um, So, El Guapo Feo, at Houses76, tweeted in the circle of trust. What did they say? You know what a Guapo Feo is? Uh, Is that an ugly guy? Well, it's weird because Guapo means like, oh, good looking, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, and also brave. Okay, Um, so not an ugly guy. Right, a brave, ugly guy? Yeah. So he says, in trying to make his point that family-run teams are run like small market teams with nothing but yes-men, goofball, I don't know if he's you or me, maybe Probably both me. of us, yeah. used Lakers, Cowboys, and Yanks as his example and the top teams in their prospective leagues for the last 20 or 30 years in revenue, overall value, and franchise, and chips. Um, I would respond to you by saying, if you look at that, the industry changes, okay? And it's the same thing that happened to USC, right? Like, the industry changed on them in a lot of ways. They were stuck in their ways of doing business, much like the Lakers have been stuck in their ways in doing business, and the Yankees have been stuck in their ways in doing business, and the Cowboys have been stuck in their ways in doing business. And what I would say to you is this. 
in the last 10 years, the Lakers have one title in the bubble, which I repeatedly say was tougher than anything um, that anyone had to go through because of the circumstances. Two first-round exits, and count them, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete. Okay? Siete missed playoff appearances. Yeah, I mean, the guy who said what he said... Cowboys, um, by the way, haven't won a championship since 1996, Well, bro. yeah, that's just it. I, mean, I was look, in high school. And, and by the way, your, the point, though, is a good point. The Yankees make a ton of money. They're the team of New York City. Right. The Cowboys make a ton of money. Yankees have won title since 2009. Right, so that's what I'm getting at. They, they make a lot of money. Yeah. They and have by a, the way, one title in 20 years, they, if you look they, at it. They haven't won a lot of titles since the Jeter teams, that era, right? Yeah. The Cowboys... Great organization in terms of stadium and facility and generating revenue, It's a, but not winning championships. And the Lakers are the team of the NBA, but they're not winning championships. And the whole point of this is they're being considered, this is the conversation, wasting the end of LeBron's career. I think the point that was made earlier is, yeah, the Lakers are making a lot of money. So are the, the Yankees. So are the Cowboys. But are those three teams winning? Uh, the mythology that those teams have built is certainly lucrative. But the industry, the sports industry, has changed. I don't think there's any question about that. Is that that fair to say? I think so. I'm listen, I and look, if, again, if you want cheer, cheer, cheerleaders, El Guapo Feo, then, you know, it's all good, bro. But if we're being honest, this is about wins and losses, right? That's what... That's what it's supposed to be when you're those franchises. About how many banners are you hanging up? And there are a lot of banners, but the last 10 years have not... It, the last 10 years for the Lakers have not been good, okay? Despite the one championship. The last 20 years for the Yankees have not been good in regards, in regards of results. Yeah, they've been in the ALCS five times or whatever it's been, six times. But they didn't win a championship but one in the last 20 years, and that was that 2009 season. And the Cowboys haven't won since I literally graduated high school. Yeah, listen, make money, for sure. Win championships, not so much. Right? So at some point... I, I mean, let me give you one other example. Look, look at the New England Patriots, just as an example. Through their championships, through the, the 20 years of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and the six Super Bowl championships... I don't think Robert Kraft was exactly telling Bill Belichick what to do. He handed off his organization to Belichick. I'm suggesting to you that the Lakers, as a family-run operation, would have a very tough time handing off their organization to somebody who's not in the family. Correct. That's all I'm saying. Oh, no, I don't disagree with that part of it. I get what... I understand it. But let's not act like it's not the right move. Right? Like... If you had to guess, is this going to go well? Is this season going to go well? Yeah. Come on, George. It's only three games. I'm just saying. Give Brody a chance. Do you think it's? I mean, that's not what you were saying. Was you started? You started saying that yesterday. Yeah, but, but that then, was that was a different hour yesterday. Yeah. Different hour of the show. D depending on the hour, it changes my opinion. Mm -hmm. You know, four o'clock hour, I'm all in on Brody. Five o'clock hour, I'm all in on getting rid of Brody. Yesterday, that was the situation. Today, I'm right now at this moment in time, pro Brody. Last hour, anti-Brody. Okay. What is everybody on the phones for? Tell me everybody's calling about chicken sandwiches. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk to them. But real quick, Dodgers. Lindsay, tell me this Aaron Judge story that you got there. Uh, well, apparently, there's our reports surfacing that the Dodgers are actually going to make an actual run to get Aaron Judge. And in doing so, they would have to move Mookie Betts over. That's fine. 
You good with that? I'm totally, 100%. As long as Mookie's okay with it. Mookie's totally okay with it. How do you know? Let me explain. This season, Mookie Betts moved to second base a couple of different times. Yeah. And was really, really good. No, no, I understand that. But how do you know he's good? Because I've actually read recently, in regards to this whole situation, if they got Aaron Judge and he played right field, Mookie Betts has said... And there's quotes. Hey, I'm willing to go play second base. Like, I, know, I'm a, I was an infielder my whole life. Second base is a natural position. You have actual quotes? Yeah. You did journalism? No, 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 no. I didn't do journalism. I read somebody else's work. Oh, yeah. Mark, Mark Feinstein from MLB.com reported that Mookie Betts would be okay with right. that. Oh, and then, wow. And then what I did is I just read that. I didn't talk to Mookie. Yeah, Mark so, Feinstein. Yeah. yeah, I mean. Hey, I mean, you could have just said it was you that had it. If it was Mark Feinstein, I mean, my goodness. I mean, it's, wow. it's the gospel. Then okay. Then I'm yeah. okay. If Mookie's okay, then yeah. I'm okay. By the way, what did Aaron Judge do in the playoffs again? Not great, but neither did Mookie this time around, so there's that yeah, too. Yeah, that's true. Mookie didn't yeah. do anything. Yeah. Not one thing. Didn't play so well either. They could all use each other, to be honest with you. I would love to see Aaron Judge go to the oh Dodgers. Oh, my God. Oh, you mean to the Dodgers, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, you said the Yankees. Did I say Yankees? Yeah. I would love to see Aaron Judge go to the Dodgers from the Yankees. Yes. Yeah, I would love to see that. Yeah. And who else could they add, Lindsay? There was another report out there. Shohei Otani. Oh, who said that first? Cap, did you have that one first? You and me. Uh, Mark Sands, whatever that fine guy's name. Fine Sand. Yeah, Fine Sand. No, we beat Fine Sand oh. to that <laughs> one. All right. That was I mean, you and me. You guys did start saying that like back before like the trade deadline. Otani, I'd do anything we, I yeah, could. Yeah, we did, actually. I would do anything I could do if I were a real contender with yeah. real money. I'd do anything I could do to get Otani right now. Well, there would that would solve their, their issue with their rotation, too. Dude, you, it solves two things at once. Yeah. Left-handed bat. Where would you put Otani, though? Like in the field? You don't need to put him in the field. You just DH him. Yep. Oh, that's right. But he'd probably want to play a little bit. He ain't playing anywhere. Hey, well, Dave Roberts is good at moving guys around. All right, let's go to the chicken sandwich thing, and then uh, we'll talk to Kitty Cat next hour. Kitty Cat. James, what do you got? Love boat. Love boat. All right, let's get it, you got. I <laughs> had to shout you out, Cap. Hey, Cap. Yo. I know everyone hates on you on the show, mm. but don't forget, you're still the GOAT. And the Mandy Awards prove that. So don't, don't, man, keep, keep doing your thing, Cap. Yeah, don't let him hang anyway, Celebrate. Exactly. Hey, but anyway, I don't know if anyone said that because I tuned in a bit late, but Shake Shack has the best chicken sandwich hands down. Really? Shake Shack? The burgers. I'm telling you, Sedano, go to Shake Shack. I know you live close by one because I know you live in a good neighborhood. <laughs> go to Shake Shack. Hey, Cap, please. Now, let me just understand. So, so, so far, we've got Shake Shack, we've got um, we've got uh, Wingstop. Somebody else called in. I, I think with something else. Um, did I miss? There's another KFC. One. KFC. Yeah. Right inside the community, I see Reds, which has been a great partner here with yeah. us at 710. Yeah. So I'm listen. Saying that I think the Chick-fil-A sandwich is better than the Popeye sandwich, George says is maybe the most controversial controversial thing ever said on these There's airs. a Shake Shack at the Delamo Mall. I'm oh, going. Dude, go. Come yeah, on. Go. I'm there. All right. All right. Who else? Let's go to Ryan. Ryan, what do you got? Ryan. Good evening, gents. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah. sir. What up? Hey, man. Look, when it comes to fast food... Chicken sandwich, not bougie Shake Shack. Shake Shack is fine, but that you gotta go sit down there. And when you talk about a fast food chicken sandwich, yeah, yeah. Cap, where you messed up with Popeyes was you got the regular. You gotta get the spicy. spicy. The real ones know 
to go get the spicy chicken sandwich from Popeye's. Are you a real one? I don't think I was a real one. I think I was a fake one. He was not a real one. Yeah, I think I faked yeah. out. Yeah, you got to be a real one and get a spicy, man. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because listen, that's what I get at Chick-fil-A is I get a spicy He's chicken. right. It's dramatically yeah. different. If oh, really? If you get a spicy yeah. or regular, it's it's dramatically different. By the way, your eye got spicy. At least your left eye. Oh, man. Your left eye is red and the the other one is, is like pink. I didn't wear my sunglasses in studio and I didn't wear my hat in studio. Ben, Ben, which sandwich? Give it to me. Go. Hello, Ben. Ben. Sorry, Ben. Later, Ben. Uh, Sturgill. They're not making a lot of Sturgills these days. Sturgill, how are you, sir? Sturgill? Our phones suck right now. What no, no, it's not us. It's the people that have been, you know, they're yeah, on the phone. I don't, I don't mean that, like, it, that, that it's our phone. I mean our phones, like going to the phones and the Sturgill. callers being ready. I mean, come on. This is caller error. Let's go, oh. Sturgill. Yo, Sturgill's there. I'm sorry. I had a business call. I had to pick it up. I apologize. See? Damn, dog. What about us? I apologize. Hey, but to uh, tell you guys, I think Chick-fil-A is probably the best. Um, Popeye's has too much breading. It's not that good. Too much breading is never too much breading. I mean, you're eating it with bread. It's a lot of bread and breading. George. George, what do you got in Rancho uh, Rancho yeah. Cucamonga? Dude yeah. out in the, in the IE. Cabo, yeah, buddy. what up? Uh, all right, man. You guys are all tripping. All tripping. Tripping. The best chicken sandwich for the price, for the size, is at Chili's. Oh, Chili's? Chili's? Chili's. Yeah, that's right. Do they still have two for one happy hour at Chili's? They have uh, three for me. You get a Oh, he broke you up. Get, you get a starter. Oh, he broke up. Chili's, huh? Dude, Chili's, when I was in like college, I used to go there all the time because they had the cheapest drinks in town. Yeah. Uh, Wingstop, KFC, Chili's, where else have we heard from? Um, Shake Shack. Shake Shack, right. Yeah. All right, more people are calling in. We'll get to them. We'll get to Kitty Cat. Um, what else you want to get to? Oh, we should talk some football. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's football. do it. Next. 